I'm a, I have I have what people call a, a dad bod, but I'm trying to get down to stepdad bod. I just want my body to be good enough, to, you know, to impress the single moms, but like messy enough so that her kids knew know that like her mom, their mom could do better. But she can't. She can't. But I mean, who who am I joking? I mean, I can't do better either. Like if I wanted to do better, I would have to be rich, and there's no way I could make that happen. I've admitted it. But a stepdad bot is not bad. You know, it's kind of like driving a used Corolla. You know, I could, you're always afraid that I'll die on you, but, you know, it's more reliable than you think. <laughs> I, uh, I have a hard time dating. Um, I don't really have a face for Tinder. My, my face is more suited for, like, blind dates and arranged marriages. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm like the guy that you match, you know, with your fourth favorite daughter. A lesbian of the family. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, Tinder is is, a, is very interesting. You know, I feel as a man, it's way easier to catfish people online. You know what I mean? Like, I just I don't even need to use uh, filters or anything. I could just lie to them with words. You know, on Tinder, I say crazy things like I'm a male feminist. You know what I mean? Like saying I'm a male feminist is like a woman telling guys like they don't care about money. Like, almost everyone says it, but, like, none of us actually believe it. Uh, my friend tried to give me some dating advice. He said, uh, look, you just got to be more aggressive. Stop being such a beta bitch. I was like, dude, why'd you got to poke me in the chest so hard? Ugh. I mean, I, 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 I'm not an alpha male, you know? You know, the ladies might see me, and they think, like, oh, yeah, I could be, I'll be safe with him. But, you know, who knows? I'm I'm built like uh you know one of those home security stickers that you put on the window. Like it might deter most, but if someone breaks in, you'll wish you had the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> what else do I have here? Uh I guess some dark ones would be good about now. I'm uh I'm quite the hypocrite, you guys. I uh I really want world peace, but I also really want there to be a drone strike on my neighbors. Because they keep playing the damn music, you know what I mean? Like, I think like unwanted music is probably like the worst thing you hear from your neighbor. I would almost say it's worse than hearing your neighbor beat their wife. Because a beating only lasts a couple of seconds, and after that, they go through what they call a honeymoon phase, which is honestly honeymoon for everyone around them. It's great. It's so quiet. All right, I think that's my time. Thank you. Dorian Trung, everyone. All right, uh, I'm gonna run around and, and do my time now because we're waiting for a couple of people on the list. So yay! After the misogynist drone strike, knock knock. Yes, predator drone. Don't answer your door. You're dead. <laughs> There's a predator drone. Do you know anything about predator drones? That was dumb. <laughs> These little flies are like predator drones right now. Who are they going to land on? How are you here? Are you neither of you are comedians? You're just neighbors that are like, we want some comedy. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Thank you for being here. This is very exciting. Feel like we're already friends. I can let you know that I uh, my clit is so big I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. <laughs> I'm not actually a comedian. I'm just single and not on any dating apps. And so just whenever I see a microphone, I'm like, hey, something could happen. How cute is your dad? How much do you hate your mom? 
Dang, that's right. I met your mom. She is cool. I'm just I'm shopping to be a stepmom right now. They they say dress for the job you want, and I want to be a stepmom in Walnut Creek. Thank you. Yeah, after this whole month of Women's History Month and being a strong, independent feminist is hard. Just want to be a dependent now. I'm like, can you just? I just put feminism back 40 years, but I don't care. I still, I'm hoping someday there'll be some rich man in, in Walnut Creek listening to some strange podcast with his seven and nine-year-old there. And I don't know. I can dream. I just want to, I could just be a nanny, I suppose. <laughs> I don't even, then I wouldn't have to fuck him. Although maybe sometimes the nanny does. So I, I used to be a nanny. Um, and here's the thing. Having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia, okay? Because the baby's here, and like I'm getting banged from behind. I'm making eye contact with the baby, right? And the baby can only see like 15 inches in front of its face anyway. And just because the baby's first words are, uh, uh, doesn't make me a bad nanny. It makes me a bad nanny. Cool. I used to do this. I used to nanny, and it was great. And... The best thing about it is you get like, it's like nanny 2.0, woo, it's like this new workout program, woo. So when you doing the, the baby cart, you like go up the hills and you keep a pace and you do this and then you change your arms so you can get the bye-bye arms when you wave and it goes bye-bye. And the best part is that when your heart rate gets above a certain rate for 20 minutes, you start burning fat and I smoke and eat so much weed that I get high off my own. I get to the top of the hill with the baby and I'm like, Woo! We did it! Parents are here! Let's play on the playground! I don't even have to smoke. I'm just high. It's fun. Did you know that? When you... Okay. When you burn your... There's another... This is exciting. I'm not drinking tonight, um, but I do really enjoy drinking. And I want to hang out with a small child because I want to win the science fair. Uh, And it might not be the most appropriate thing, but it's basic chemistry. So sometimes in the morning... Uh, I throw up because I'm an alcoholic. And so I go to the, to the refrigerator and I drink a cup of cold water. Now, if I have a small child and I drink eight ounces of 38 degree water and then I vomit 22 minutes later and the child takes the temperature of the water, how many calories did I burn being an alcoholic? We can have graphs. We can win the science first. You remember basic science. See, yeah. No one ever gets that joke because they're all too dumb. Here's another joke I can never do. Uh, no one reads the Bible. Heathens here. Sodom and Gomorrah. Terrible people. No, it's fine. I, I mean, I, okay. I love reading the Bible, though. I like to mine it for feminist tropes. And there's, I've learned everything I know about feminism from the Bible. Two books, Esther and Ruth. Oh, I love this. Topical right now. Passover, Esther, the whole thing. How did Esther save the entire Jewish people? How did she do that? Was she clever? Good at sports? A great orator? Nay, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. That was, her name was Hadassah. They changed it to Esther, far less Jewy. One last joke. Uh, I have a fetish for uncircumcised guys, clearly. Yeah, right, yeah, circumcision, his choice, his decision. It's not lop off the tips of our baby's dicks. I mean, Jews do it fine, you got the covenant with Yahweh. He can do whatever he wants with those foreskins. Put them on his fingers. Eat them off like olives. Calamari on a salad. Yeah, we're thinking, yeah. So maybe you'll know where I'm going with this. I want to take an uncircumcised guy. I want to pull up his dick. 
pull his foreskin up over his dick. Put a shot of Jameson in his foreskin. Because I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? It's twofold. Uh, one, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross. And you have to clean out all that schmegma. Yay! I'm your host back there, Pam Benjamin, trying to make you laugh. This is crazy. Brady, are you ready? All right. Fuck yeah. Uh, your jacket today is made. I do not doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion. It, oh. yeah, you are 100% a believer. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Yes. Oh, my God. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? You too. Hi. How are you two doing? Very excited to have you two here. I, I know Lauren. Lauren is the famed creator of um, Giraffe Corner, a multi-platinum famous little show on YouTube. We should all talk about that. But thank you two for being here. Now, does um, I have a question? Does anybody? Okay, do you see my shirt? It's, what does it say? Like I drag San Francisco. Does anybody here speak homosexual? Because that's what that means. Is that not normal? Okay. Does anybody here speak heterosexual? Because I have some questions for you. If we, I just want us all to get along. Okay. So earlier today, we heard this comedian talk about being an alpha male. Are any, there any alpha males in this room? Keith? That doesn't count. She has more balls than all of us. So there's, so there's an alpha. Are, are you a beta then? We don't even know. Are you guys, are you straight? Can I ask? I mean, like, you're, both, you're straight? Both of you? Oh, okay. Well, that, we'll see about that after the show. I mean, I can work on that. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking, okay, so alpha and alpha and beta. So one is the more dominant. Is that what it is? Can you help me understand? Is that what it is, Keith? And so beta is more like a bitch, like something like you can put down the beta, right? Okay, so I just want you all to know that like we speak the same terms. I want to give you some gay speak today. We call that, say with me now, top and bottom. So, right, so now if you're a beta, it means I can come and fuck you. Oh, damn it, that didn't come off as crap, but I can still do it. <laughs> right, I mean, you're not as excited about that as I am. Okay. All right, that's fine. Started doing comedy a little later in life and uh, just turned 50 odd and. It's really exciting. I have to say that because what nothing thrills me more than having 30-year-old comics coming up to me and going, or speaking like, oh my God, I just turned 30. Just turned 30. No one else has ever turned 30 before in their lives. They have no idea how it's done. There haven't been novels or written or even a shitty boomer show called 30 fucking something. You have a fucking rule book, you dumb cunts. I am so old. But I have probably swallowed your siblings. Your dad was great. <laughs> he really was, and you're welcome. I mean, you didn't want that inter-sibling rivalry, did you? No. I am doing service to God and the children. This is what I tell myself when I'm sucking cock late at night. Speaking of sucking a lot of cock. So I've been sucking cock for so long and begs the existential question of like how many miles of cock have I sucked? Like, I mean, the average cock is what are you six? Maybe? My turn. <sighs> That's not going much anywhere, so 
Well, it is, and math is hard. I'm Barbie. <laughs> math is hard. And if it's hard, you know I love it. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to leave you with a little song about the boys' camp that I really wish I'd gone to in Lake Putitinmi, Wisconsin. And it goes something like this. <clears throat> Can't put it in me, actually. Oh, I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shores. Put it in me. I am yours. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady. Yay! Brady Pearson! And his commitment to Sparkle Motion! Yay! Oh my god, you, you kind of look like an exploded pi pinata had a had a orgy. <laughs> That's what I would call that jacket. Exploded pinata orgy. Fun times, Brady Pearson. Oh right, it's a compliment. I love it. I would wear that in a second. Oh my god, with like some white stretch pants, dear god. I don't know. I just thought white stretch pants are like really white tight jeans. I think those would be fun. Cause like pick up there's the anyway. You're a nice comedian comes to us uh, by way uh, from all over the world, actually, from Brooklyn and Portland and everything else. Put your hands together for Keith Hemingway. I wish I explored more places than New York and Portland, because that's all. No, I, I've discovered uh, San Francisco, and I've discovered L.A. Um, I don't think I want to go back to L.A. <laughs> L.A. is a different type of fear. It's like... Do I want to get shanked in this corner or do I want to get pissed on in this corner? And apparently I'm still here, so showers still exist. And um, I don't have no medical bills from L.A. Yay. But L.A. is a nice time. I, I like I like San Francisco, too. This town, y'all don't have leg day. You expected to have leg day because you have hills. But it's not about the leg day. It's about the toes. You guys are toe strong in this town because of all the shit you got to step over. Literally. Like, you have to treat every block like a Michael Jackson video. You just gotta doom, doom, doom. Get some on the back of your feet like, ah, come on. I, I can't really dance like Michael Jackson. I didn't practice. I wasn't one of those kids that was in, even though I think, no, I can't moonwalk. I, I wasn't one of those kids that can do that. But uh, I gotta be careful sometimes when I'm stepping over the shit because some of them come in a, a weird pattern and it could look like I'm crip walking and that would get me in a lot of trouble these days, man. I don't know, I can't do that out here. Come on in, lady. We have free comedy. I saw you smiling. You can't hide. Yeah, come on. Nope, 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 nope. Dedication. Come on. All right, two minutes. Sit down. Sit. There you go. See? Come on. You can't give me two minutes. <laughs> I was trying to answer that in the most professional comedic way, but then I was like, mm. yeah, no. She made me forget like almost all my jokes when she said that shit, too. It's all good. But you know what? Because it's, it's special because I'm all the way here from Brooklyn, New York. You know that? And I know you're looking like, damn, what made you come out here? And just for you, I'm going to let you know this right now. I'm on my white girl world tour right about now, you know? I'm out here. I'm teaching white women how to braid hair and fry chicken, you know? Because they, they say they want to give back to the black community. They say black lives matter. Black lives matter. But they always still choose to swallow. And I'm just confused on that one. I was like, I thought we was here to procreate, not give you a protein shake. It's... Now I like white women. My, what? I got, I, I, like, I'm a connoisseur. I'm like a, a connoisseur of white women, so I like to like, test around. So I've had the ghetto. I've had the racist. I have, I've had the white mocha vodka. Mocha. 
lot, mocha, vodka, marijuana lattes, you know? Some of them come with shrooms, others come with coke, you know? No? Nobody had that type of white girl yet? No? Which one are you, the, co the coke or the shrooms? Officer, damn, that's the first time I got confused for a cop. <laughs> even better, undercover. Every people just look at me like, "Hey, what's up, man? Can I get some again?" What? I don't even know you. What? Hold on, let me go to the corner, man. Fuck. I be carrying my backpack around on me. My cops be looking at me. They 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 look like they want to stop me every time. But anybody here plays Assassin's Creed? No, nobody knows what Assassin's Creed is. All right, Assassin's Creed is a video game, and there's certain parts of that video game you can walk into and you hide. So when I'm in, in San Francisco, if I'm not in, like, Mission Area, I'll run back to Tenderloin, and I'll look like everybody else because they can't even tell. And if they shine a light on me too hard, I'll just back into a corner, take a shit. And they're like, yep, he's a San Franciscan. He's paid, he's paid his taxes. He's good. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's good. He's good. He's good. But, uh, you know what, I like, like, I like that people don't, I, what I don't like is that people don't get me mixed up with like a black celebrity. Like I wish people would get me mixed up with Keith Sweat, but then I gotta remember, I'm a comedian and people like to be assholes towards me, so they be like, yeah, you can't be Keith Sweat, cause who's gonna remember you? Nobody. And you know, that's kind of fair, if you know that song. You know that song? Oh man, you a player in the bedroom, huh? You got, you got, uh-uh, no, don't blame me. Yeah, uh-huh, we, we, we all got that friend, asking for a friend. Hey, what's that key song, a asking for a friend, not me? I don't, I don't do, I'm a good guy in the bedroom, maybe just... H-Town? Oh, see, even, look, 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 just going, just, you know, as men, you know we just dig ourselves into China, it just, we just can't get out of that hole. I mean, we're men, though. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got a reaction out of you. Okay, I know how to get you now. All right, so I know I'm running out of time a little bit, so I'm gonna tell you guys now, we all can see that this comedy stuff is not working out for me, and that's okay. It's all right, because I already got my plan B in action. I already got it all down packed. After this, I'm gonna be an exotic dancer, okay? And my stage name is gonna be Chicken Strip. My theme song, Stacy's mom, because I need a stepmom to buy me a PS5 nowadays. This shit is expensive. All right, baby, my name is Keith Hemway. Yeah. <laughs> keep your hands clapping for Keith Hemingway. And keep them clapping for your next comedian, everybody, Lauren Kraut. Yay! Hello. How are you? The first thing anyone sees about me now is that I'm old. And I hate that. I sometimes wonder if old precedes lady or white, because there's race also. So what comes first, the old lady or the, the chicken? I'm trying to think of the rest of it, shit. Oh, and there's also LOL which also stands for little old lady, or in my case, little old lesbian. <laughs> and an LOL, LOL is an urging to grandma to enjoy the fuck out of her life. Laugh out loud, little old lady. Why you still can? Why you still can? I don't know why I loved, I love that joke. I don't know, just, it's not going anywhere, but I, I just love doing it. Okay. Why do we have to be afraid of God? 
Why is there fear? Why can't we, I mean, there's respect, yes, certainly. Honor, yes. But why do we have to be afraid of God? Because I think when you have fear in a relationship, it's just a recipe for disaster. Hear me out. <laughs> Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Fear, right? Be afraid, mortal. Be very afraid. Oh, shit. This is so new. This is so new. Um, doing great. I'm doing, thank you. Uh, fuck. All right, look at that. Sorry. Uh, I know I'm 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 trying to remember and it's not coming back. So, um, I was on the bus the other day and there was this man that came in, and uh, or he was on the bus already and he had a rolling walker in front of him and he didn't have a mask. He had a long white gauze that he had looped around his ear and then wrapped around his nose and kind of over his head. And his mouth was sticking out and it was just, I don't know, it was like that. But he was sitting there and his walker got away from him a couple of times and we tried to bring it back. And uh, then this other guy gets on the bus and he recognizes this old guy. And he says, I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. And the old guy's like, I'm not dead. He says, I really did. I thought something had happened to you. He goes, no, I'm still here. He goes, give me your number. Give me your number. I, we can get together. Remember Ramon? We can get together with Ramon. And he's like, uh. And he's patting down. He's looking in his, his, wheel, his walker thing. He's trying to find his number. And he's like, 415-644-644. And we're, we're like, Come on, come on, come on, get the, get the number, get the number. And the guy's bus stop, is the second guy's bus stop is coming up. And he's scrambling, he rips off a thing of paper from his grocery bag, and he says, he's starting to write that down, and when the guy stops him in number, he rips off another piece of paper It says, you call me, I'll give you my number, and you call me. And he writes down the number, and he gets off, and the, and the, the old guy is standing there, sitting there, and he's saying, I, I remember him from like, I've known him for like 60 years. And we say, yes, we could see that. It was quite a reunion. And he says, um, I went to school with him. And we say, oh, isn't that a small world that you ran into him? And he goes, I never did like that guy. His sister was cute, but he's an asshole. <laughs> Thank you. I'll end on a tried and true joke, because I, I owe you one. Um, Let's pause for a brief moment and reflect on the concept of time. Everyone knows about it. We use it all the time. Follow it or not. You're late. I lost track of time. You work for it, part-time, full-time, overtime, all the fucking time. You get it done in next to no time or at your earliest convenience. Fuck you, I'm busy. You took your sweet time. Come on, man, I don't have all the time in the world. First time, next time, this is the last time. You're wasting time, and I got time to kill. What the hell time is it? Time's up, Miss Kraut. At any point in time. But you can't touch it, can you? And we have happy hour, children's hour, darkest hour, hourglass. Minute waltz, minute steak, New York minute, in a minute, just a minute, just a second, split second, hold on a second, who's the second, what's the first? I don't know, third base. Well, that's my time. Thank you very much. Yay! Laura Crowd, everyone! Hooray! We got all the time in the world for Lauren Crowd. Hell yeah! All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dan Britton! Yay!
Hola. <laughs> um, I just came from the Giants game. That was really fun. They did. It's really, it's, it's an interesting game that I find exceptional, exceptionally fascinating. But really, when you think about it, it's just people hitting leather with wood and rolling around on the ground. So it's not, it's not complicated or anything. This isn't a joke. It's just I've had a nice day out in the sun. I'll have to pick that up later. It didn't land on the chair I wanted it to. <laughs> I'm Irish. Um, that's, that means that I'm uh, predispositioned to be uh, killed by feelings or suppression of those. Thereof. What's up, Hillary? I don't have anything interesting to say. What's your name? Chris, that's a shitty fucking name. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. That's, a, that's actually my brother's name. What's your name? Jeff. Jeff and Chris. You two together? <laughs> Jeff, I'm really sorry. Uh, Chris, I'm really sorry. Jeff just isn't into you like that, I guess. Sorry about that. No, we're not. You're not. Oh. Do you, do you come in a BOGO? A BOGO? Can I get both of you for the price of one? I, I, always, uh, I always like the boho, buy one, get one half off, the boho. Anyway, I, <laughs> I, like, uh, I like bowling. I, I, I don't really like tennis. Um, I am a big fan of sex and um, film noir, um, provided that there's not too much racism hidden within the subtext of film noir. Um, <laughs> this is basically me rewriting the Constitution of the United States. Thomas Jefferson would be so pissed off if he was like, I have to give this shit for brain the freedom of speech. Like, he's not using it for anything valuable. I feel like out of all, like, a lot of sports teams have names that, that are just unnecessary and don't make sense. Like, I don't think there's ever been a single pirate within the city of Pittsburgh not not once that that would have been a <laughs> am i the only one am i the only one who thinks that r&b singers in music videos um are the only people who ever have to stand like this i'm sorry baby it's like why don't you tell her instead of this room of awkwardly half filled with furniture place that you may be moving out of, but you have no boxes, so I'm just a little confused. It seems to me that rappers in music videos don't walk like you and I do. Like, I walk like this, they walk like, <laughs> with the shoulders going these degrees, and it's like, they also hold microphones much differently than comedians. They hold microphones like this. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because the chicken can go anywhere it fucking wants to. This is America. My brother actually dated a girl that, uh, <laughs> this fucking lady, she, uh, <laughs> I was going to say bitch, but that was, anyway, uh, <laughs> she was, she was a super liberal. She was all about animal rights. She lived in New York and, uh, she took a, a class in college about like chickens and slaughterhouses and procedures and whatnot. So she started to go fund me to save chickens from, uh, New from California that were gonna be slaughtered. And she literally 
raised enough money to charter a plane to fly all of the chickens across the United States to a chicken sanctuary. And I just always think to myself, uh, chickens aren't meant to fly, and that's why they can't fly with wings. Uh, and you probably shouldn't put them in first class as well because they're chickens. Need I say more? Okay. <laughs> so anyway, as we wrap up this wonderful um, bonanza of unconnected weird thoughts that I've had today, I just want to say that I really love being a comic, and I love the city, and I love Chris and Jeff and Hillary and Lauren and Pam, and I just hope that everybody has a beautiful weekend with nice weather and happiness and friends. Good night, everyone. So sweet, wishing us a happy weekend, and we're all friends. I know what your next comedian's going to be doing all weekend. She's going to be riding her bike up and down hills all over San Francisco and Marin Cal, the counties. Look at her ass. It looks great. Put your hands together for Hillary Lannon. According to my girlfriends, they say I have an ass of a toddler because I have no hips. So, yeah, I, I they were saying that that was a compliment, but I don't think it was. So, okay, I'm sorry, I know, I walked in when Dan was, like, asking you guys if you were an item, which I don't care about that, but are you comics or are you just regular people? You're, like, real human beings? Wow, so how did you end up here? Just saw the sign? and Uh-huh, blame him, that's a good bet. So, wait, how did you find out about this? Okay. Oh, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Are you just a like comedy fan, or do you have aspirations to do comedy? Oh yeah, me too. It's actually like, sorry, this is not the set I was going to do at all, but um, it's do it. I just started doing stand up at the beginning of the year, and it's really saved my life because no, that's a, well, that's maybe not so dramatic. But I basically stopped drinking and stopped doing all the other things except for weed. I mean, weed doesn't count, and occasionally mushrooms. That also doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> this is San Francisco. But, um, but it's really great because you can go have an activity every single night and you don't have to drink at all. Like it's one of those things where you can laugh and have a great time and not drink. But as much as I like that, I really wish I was home with my vibrator. So, <laughs> but don't get the wrong idea, you perverts. I'm talking about my Theragun because I have <laughs> I have been riding my bike up and down a lot of the hills in in the Bay Area, and it's very painful. And I realized that I need a boyfriend, um, or I guess I could have a girlfriend also. The only reason why I need one is because I really, it's very hard to get to your hamstrings with a Theragun. So it's like, it's just not the same. I need somebody to do it to me. But I definitely am not bringing that Theragun anywhere near this part of my body. For those of you listening... Um, audio only, I'm pointing to my crotch, uh, because it's basically, okay, and I need help on this one. When, okay, when the boxers do that thing, I know it's called speed bag, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Because that's basically what a Theragun, if you tried to use it like a regular vibrator on your clit, it would literally be like a boxer. But what is the right verb for that? Like, do, are you speed bagging? Like, I do you know what I mean? Or you're speed bagging. That's the proper, like. 
Like what? Like if the boxer, if like the guy who trained Rocky was like, go over there and speed bag. Like, is that how the term goes? Do you? Okay, so it is speed bagging. Okay, so I'm not gonna speed bag my clit with my Theragun because, <laughs> because that is very, that sounds very painful and my crotch has already suffered enough from spending so much time on a bike seat, which I think, I've determined how the bike seat was invented. Um, it definitely was a pervy Victorian ornithologist. I'm convinced because it's basically like, you know, this, this like, guy who was really into birds was so into birds that he's like, I want to sit on their face. But of course, a bird beak, like teabagging, not speed bagging, but teabagging a bird is not really like, um, you know, most bird beaks are pretty small. And I'm pretty sure the dodo probably had already gone extinct at this point. <laughs> so he's like, I'll make my own and stick it on a post and, you know, shove it up against my crotch. And it's very uncomfortable. So... <laughs> So they basically, like, it really, the bicycle hasn't changed since it was originally invented. I mean, it started out as the, um, as the uh, penny farthing. Do you know what that is? Yes. And the, which is really, come on, that's really just a unicycle with a training wheel. I mean, and then they switched it over to the, the safety bike, which is what they call like the modern version of a bicycle because people would fall off of the penny farthing a lot. And when you're up five feet, you know, that could cause some definite damage. But basically technology really hasn't changed that much since then. The exception being that they have cut a hole in the middle of a bike seat. So to alleviate the pressure on your soft tissue, but I think it sounds great in theory, but it doesn't really work. I mean, I don't even know what that hole is called. It's either like the Grendel Gap, the, you know, Perineum Passage, maybe like the Gooch Gully, I don't know, the Taint Travas. Anyway, but it's one of those things where in theory, it seems like it would be great, but I feel like unless you can actually stick your genitals, and I'm talking about for both guys and girls, right? Like if... I mean, for me, if I would have to take off my bike shorts and like shove each of my labia lips in there, <laughs> like I'd have to, or it's basically like I'd be filing, you know? So, and then, but for guys, I mean, you know, like you'd have to stick your scrotum in there. And I just imagine it really is like teabagging. It'd be like, ah, because the hole goes like this, right? So, anyway, um, yeah. And I'm definitely not going to start biking around naked in San Francisco because. I reserve that for Burning Man only. So um, I'm definitely not. I think there's like those old dudes um, who walk around the Castro with their like penis and junk wrapped in a, like a little sequins cloth. But other than that, I think that nobody else should be sitting on their bike naked. So I, I don't know if that's all my time, but I could keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, the whole reason why I started biking so much is because I'm doing the eighth life cycle, which if you're familiar with that, it's a ride from San Francisco down to LA and it's a total fucking scam because you have to pay you have to pay $85 just to register for this and then you have to raise $3000 they call it a ticket to ride like cute marketing slogan to try to trick people into thinking they've accomplished something but basically to for the honor of dragging your ass down the length of California and sleeping in a tent every night. And the whole reason why I really did this, I mean, yeah, curing AIDS is like a noble cause, blah, 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 whatever. But it's really because I have this ass that's, you know, I'm Asian. So my face is flat and my ass is even flatter. And so I'm biking to try to get a booty, but I don't know if it's working because 
Basically, the only way I'm getting a booty is when I put on those bike shorts and it looks like I'm wearing a poise pad that I took a dump in, which is not, that's not really the booty that I was looking for, but that's what I'm getting. So anyway, okay, that's it for me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hillary Landon and her toddler baby booty. Yay! You should vest that ass like a toddler and put it with the poise pad duty booty. <laughs> Because you said at the beginning that you have an ass like a toddler, and toddlers still wear diapers, so you've got like a duty booty, like a baby duty booty. With the, I mean, I don't know, the poise pad and the, po and the pooper. <laughs> I just, I'm just doing alliteration because it's fun. All right, um, the rest of our um, comics, it's so funny. I have no idea why nine comics who pre-signed aren't here yet, but we're going to let Lauren do her joke that she fucked up on. And uh, yeah, everybody, Lauren Grout, yay! Thank you, Pam. Thank you for bearing with me with this other room. Um, oh, thanks. Uh, why do we have to be afraid of God? Because God isn't God supposed to be all loving and caring? And if we respect God, certainly. Honor God, yes. But why do we have to be afraid of God? Because having fear in a relationship is just a recipe for disaster. Thou shalt have no other gods before me is fear. Oh shit, I shouldn't be reading this. Be afraid, mortal, be very afraid. What exactly does it mean before me when it says, thou shalt have no other gods before me? What does it mean? Does it mean like earlier? Does God let, like not get up until 10 o'clock in the morning and does no other gods before me? You're on your own. I don't know. And is God that insecure, thinking that we won't care? Or we won't come back? God doesn't like us? I mean, I have, I'm a neurotic mess, and I have more confidence than that. <laughs> Thank you. That's the end of that one. Can I do one? Can I do a joke? Uh, can I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that. Thank you. I, I love thinking about what God does, and I have all the, I'm going to string together all my God jokes one day and have just like an hour on God. And Oh, yeah, then, I, then I'll have a church. Yes, question? That's a good question. Why, what is devil's lettuce? <laughs> oh, shit, should I know that? Oh, oh, is it? Uh. Yeah? I never heard that. Uh-uh. Never heard this. Yes, I am. Yes. Yeah. Devil's lettuce. I'll remember that. I like that one. Uh, um, I was going to just do a song. Um, yeah. I've never heard of your song. Yeah, you have. Yeah. The OCD song. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was singing this song on my way here tonight. Perhaps you know it. I like to count things in my head because I have OCD. I like to drive myself insane and do so endlessly. You remember that Coca-Cola ad from the 70s? 
I like to teach the world to count and be obsessed like me, where everything has a number to count and sometimes it won't rhyme. Everybody, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladies only, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. OCD is the real thing, not Coca-Cola. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Thanks, Tim. Yay, Lauren Kraut. Oh, you made it. You made it. Everybody put your hands together. She made it. Oh, my gosh, your hair's all curly. It's cute. It's like you curled it today. Look at that. Everybody put your hands together for your next comedian, Denise Lee. The haircut lady was like, oh, my gosh, you can go out after this. I was like, I'm going home after this. Um, cool. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Um... Okay, cool. So uh, my parents are, so I was born in America, but my parents are immigrants. Uh, so my parents are Buddhist, Chinese immigrants, and you know, very grateful that they came to America, right? So that I could have civil rights, like freedom of religion, freedom of speech. And then I started doing stand-up comedy, and they were like, not that much freedom of speech, you know? <laughs> like reel it in a little bit. Um, okay, so that was that was that. Uh, I uh, have you guys seen like those like big chunky shoes people wear? Basic like these, basically, <laughs> like 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 the like the shoes that look like uh, like white suburban dads from the '90s wear, right? So recently got a pair of those, right? And I have like this very fashionable fashionable friend, and she came up to me and she was like, "Oh, you're trying to get shoes that look like Drake's, right?" And I was like who's Drake? <laughs> I was like, does Drake also have plantar fasciitis? <laughs> like, that's why I got these. Maybe we have the same podiatrist or something, right? I don't know. Um, uh, I, 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 do, I do also really like the trend, the fashion trend of like baggy jeans, you know, um, because it's really comfortable, but my sister hates it. Like I got lunch with her earlier and she was like, dude, like those jeans make you look super sloppy. And I was like, we're in a waffle house. <laughs> and I was like, it is a miracle I'm wearing clothes, you know, like this is elite here. And she was like, no, 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 I just mean, you know, like wearing like baggy jeans just makes your butt look flat. Like you don't want your butt to look flat, it's super unflattering. And I was like, but my butt is flat, you know, like can't just put on a pair of pants, like turn like a slice of bread into like a dinner roll or something, right? It's not magic. Uh, I did start seeing a personal trainer recently uh, because I wanted to just become healthier, increase my self-esteem, turn my slice of bread into a dinner roll, you know, that kind of thing. I do not think it's going to work out. Our first session, my trainer was like, okay, we're going to have you lift heavy weights so you can look strong and intimidating so nobody fucks with you. And I was like but I want to be fucked with, you know? I was like, that's the whole reason we're here. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to look intimidating. I want to look accessible. Like, the goal is to be low-hanging fruit, you know? That is, that is what we're going for here. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I'm excited because I think we're past the point of the year where people are still doing New Year's, New Year's resolutions, right? A couple months ago, like I had lunch with a friend, uh, one of those friends who wanted to eat healthy. And when I asked if she wanted to get dessert, she was like, no, like, do you know what artificial sugar does to your body? It's super unhealthy. And I was like, yeah, okay. But we just did cocaine in the bathroom, <laughs> you know? Like, that was the appetizer. Like, I think sugar is fine here. I didn't actually do cocaine. I did watch her do it, like a sad-ass episode of Euphoria. But I think, like, generally, I just don't have the vibe of someone who regularly partakes in drug usage, you know? Like, I don't think anyone's that surprised. Um, but, uh, like, the last time I took a weed edible, it just made me get really high and want to file my taxes without using TurboTax, you know? I was like, oh, I can do anything. I got pen and paper. Who cares? Apparently, the IRS does, so things are great. Um, I'll leave you guys with this. Uh, I work in an office job, and it's a lot more drama than you would think, right? Like, uh, recently, I got reported to HR. That was fun. Uh, I got reported for saying the word guys in meetings, like, hey, guys. Apparently, the word guys is uh, gendered and exclusionary. And so I'm doing my best now, trying to be more gender neutral and supportive of my colleagues in meetings. So lately, I've been going into meetings and just saying, good morning, assholes. <laughs> you know, like Everyone has one. It's very gender neutral. OK, I've been Denise. Thank you so much. Yay, Denise. All right, your next comedian just showed up. I saw him outside. Clap your hands together for a JD. Yay. Damn, do you have the camera set up? How did you see me? Oh damn. Okay. I'm glad they I'm glad they see me. I'm did not prepare for this. I'm so sorry. Uh it's all good. How are you guys doing? You guys having a good good night? Um I'm having a pretty good year. Yeah. I've been uh been cooking a little bit more. I've been uh using MSG also. So if you guys don't just want to stop Asian hate, you wanna spread some Asian love, start cooking with MSG. Shit is delicious. So good. Uh, it turns out MSG just stands for mmm. So good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everybody's seen me do that bit like a hundred times. It's, so, it's such a, it's great for my throat. It's, it's, I got a very congested throat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking fire, right? It's delicious. Every single time I do that bit, like every, all the Asian people in the crowd, crowd are like nodding and all the white people are like, oh, can I laugh? But uh, yeah, I mean, MSG was rumored to like cause cancer, right? And like, I don't know if you know this, but turmeric actually prevents cancer, right? Per but turmeric actually like tastes like cancer. It's so bad. But like, MSG like tastes like meat. So I just eat ass now. This is all very confusing, you know? Sprinkle a little bit of turmeric on it, you know? Pre-game pre with some MSG, we're good to go. Yeah. Uh, I am Asian, which is, it is cool, but uh, I also realized that I don't really think Indian people need to be grateful for like roles in movies anymore in Western movies because like they pass this up on Lord of the Rings and I'm like still a little buttered about that right that's like that's like casting mice for Ratatouille like what the you had the next best thing right I don't know I don't know because like if you think about it the story is like a short hairy Indian man oh sorry short hairy man <laughs> traveling far and hiding precious gold from the government okay that's straight up my dad's life story okay this is straight plagiarism 
Somebody needs to get like, come on. You guys wouldn't have watched like Harold and Kumar escape from Mordor? Come on, man. That would have been so nice. You just watched them like travel to Mount Doom, you know, and then struggle to leave Mount Doom because Sauron took their passports. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's way better, right? Lower the migrant workers. All right, moving on. Uh, I, uh, I'm not gay. Uh, I know the earrings kind of threw you guys off a little bit, but uh, I think I have a gay uncle. Like, he, he, I don't think he, he's not out of the closet yet, but like, he spends a lot of time in the paint section at fucking Walmart. So there's a few signs there. I don't know. I, I don't know. He's very, very fond of the paint. But uh, yeah, I think he's gay, but like, I, I, he's not a very sexual person, right? So I was like, I was, I'm kind of confused. But then it hit me, not his dick. It just hit me. It hit me like. <laughs> He's like a sprail, like conservative Indian man. So I, I would imagine he looks at gay sex a lot, like we look at all us adults look at, like ice cream trucks, right? Because like if it like chases you down and like all the kids say it's okay, then every now and then can't hurt, right? <laughs> Give it a second. I, I try to. I try. Like, the bit's too fast. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm thinking about buying a gun, but you guys are doing a solid job of making me reconsider that. Because uh, are we a Second Amendment crowd? Do you guys like guns? No. For sure, for sure. Buying a gun is scary, though, right? I understand why people go to Walmart. It makes it way less real. But uh, do you guys know you can 3D print guns now? That's pretty fire. That's pretty cool, right? I think these guns are like great because it's great for suicide specifically, like for preventing it, because like it would never happen, right? Because like you'd be like. I want to kill myself. Like, I plan to kill myself, but I can't find the last two screws, so I guess I'll just do it tomorrow. Yeah. Guns are like Ikea furniture now. That's fine. But I also think this is, like, how we get, like, the first Asian school shooter, right? Basically, that's that's the whole reason we got 3D printed guns. I mean, I, I can't think of another reason, right? It's like, oh, my God, Alex Lee, where did you get that gun? It's like, don't worry. I just made it. <laughs> don't I, I brought all, like, oh, fuck that up. <sighs> I'm smiling too much. Sorry, guys. You guys, you guys are, you guys are a good crowd. I appreciate it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave on that. Thank you. Have a nice night. The mic's a little sweaty. I'm sorry. Your next median just walked in the room. He's super funny. Uh, here, I'll do one joke just in between. Um, why can't Californians have guns? Cause they're always triggered. Ah. Put your hands together for your next comedian, John Gallagher. Thank you. I, uh, are you guys familiar with Ann Fong at all? Do you know who that is? So if you go around the mission over a couple streets, there's a, a billboard for a Vietnamese attorney named Ann Fong. Yeah, something goes wrong, you call Ann Fong. I mean, it's excellent. They're all over my neighborhood, and the other day I was walking around and I like, uh, I was laughing because. One of the, I don't know how this happened, but somebody in a, in a neighborhood in Oakland uh, put up two Ann Fong billboards directly across the street from each other. <laughs> like, Ann Fong is looking directly into a mirror, having, like, an existential crisis, you know? Like, something's wrong. Call Ann Fong, you know? It's like, who, do, who does Ann Fong call? It's amazing. It's like that. You ever hear a, a Pagliacci? You ever hear that, that saying? You guys know what that is? That's a, yeah, that's the one about, uh, so it's the saying about the, the man, he's really depressed. He goes to the doctor, right? And the doctor's like, he's like, I'm, I'm depressed, doctor. I'm going to kill myself. What do I do? All he lists all the shit that's wrong in his life. And the doctor goes, we got to go see the great clown Pagliacci. He's hilarious. He's like, and then the guy cries. He goes, I'm Pagliacci, you know? It's like that billboard's like that, but with a Vietnamese attorney, you know? It just makes you, makes you really think. What does Ann Fong get up to? 
I uh, saw the Batman. I liked it. It was long. Three hours long. Batman, uh, they have to keep making him grittier, right? Like, eventually... Because they have to keep making him darker. That's what they do every time. Like, you walk in this theater, it's like, this is the darkest one you've ever seen. It's like, Bruce Wayne was fingered this time. You're like, oh, God, what? No. And that's, and that's not what happened. I had a couple of comics who were like, thanks for spoiling it. Do you think, you think Batman was fingered to start this PG-13 franchise? I'm not spoiling this movie for you. Yeah, I know. Some people, some people thought that was real. Can you believe that? They thought that Bruce Wayne was molested. He's not in this movie. It's a joke. I was, okay. Anyway, the world keeps turning. Uh, but so anyway, fucking, uh, they have to make all the vil- villains easier to, or evil too. Because like the Joker, Heath Ledger's was super evil. So they have the Riddler this time. And the Riddler is like just a man that asks annoying questions, you know? He's not that gritty. He's just an annoying person. He has the same power as like a five-year-old. You know what I mean? He's just like, figure this out. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Go to prison, you idiot. You're so annoying to me. And that's what he does. And then, like, uh, the thing I was laughing about is in this movie, uh, there's a scene. This doesn't, this doesn't ruin anything. Like, there's a scene where the Riddler's in a coffee shop, and the camera zooms into the coffee cup, and you see that the Riddler has drawn little foam art of a question mark, you know? Because you're like, oh, my God, this dude's so fucking evil. He learned how to make a question mark in foam? How fucking diabolical is this guy? I mean, we've seen psycho killers, but this guy took a Starbucks barista job to kill everyone in Gotham? What a fucking psychotic motherfucker, dude. And you're sitting there, like, all the, I don't know, there's all the things about Starbucks workers, like, organizing. You're like, oh, that's why. That's the real issue, right? Nothing worse than a, a billionaire hating organized labor. That's why Bruce Wayne really doesn't like this guy. His coffee job. It's just a little thought. Uh, fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, something worth thinking about, dude. Does it blow your mind, man? What, uh, fucking, I don't have too much other stuff to think about, man. I just got here in a little rush, sorry. I, uh, I live in, I live uh, by a lake, and people are like, that's cool, and I'm like, it's in Oakland. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's good. It's Lake Merritt. It's beautiful. But I was walking past it, and this man, like, on the side of the lake just goes, hmm, Looks like your skateboarding days are over. <laughs> like, this, this day was good and now it's bad. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you. John Gallagher, everyone. We've got three comics left. They all just walked in the door. Clap your hands together for your next comedian, Kelly Evans. Hey, everybody. How's it going? What's going on? Put that on record. What's up? You guys uh, do drugs? Everybody have done them? Well, yeah, right? Fuck yeah. Ooh, yeah. Fucking drugs. Yeah. Ah, don't do them. They're bad. I did heroin. Okay, let's start off strong, shall we? Just kidding. It was Oxycontin. It was not as bad. It was it was bad. It was probably pretty bad. You ever seen Scared Straight, the show Scared Straight, right? Where they like try to... Uh, uh, prevent delinquent teens from doing drugs. I could have used that, you know. It's like basically they take them to a prison uh, to be threatened by uh, grown felons and convicts with thinly veiled threats of butt fucking, you know. <laughs> like, you know, that's what they're talking about. But they're not saying it, but they're saying it. You're like, fucking grab my pocket. I'm like, all right, we know what's happening. Anyway, that's watching that show. Uh, as a kid, that's how I feel as an adult, like, when I see 
people doing drugs in the tenderloin because I'm like, maybe I'll do heroin again. And then I see some guy screaming into the abyss. Ah! I'm like, I'm good. I'm actually good. I think I'm good on heroin now. <laughs> this is the best scared straight program. Just moving to San Francisco has done it for me. I was like, fuck, you've got to walk everywhere. So you're super up close to it. <laughs> like in Houston, I had to drive. So it was like, I just didn't see it until, you know, I was doing it. And now I'm like, oh, okay, I see what happens. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm from Texas. I'm from Houston, Texas, and uh, which means I have uh, I have city family and I have country family. And my country family, I always shock. It surprises me like their point of view on things. Like I told my uh, cousin that I got vaccinated, and her response was, "You got vaccinated? Ain't you fancy?" <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> That's a weird way to respond to that news. You know, she. Also thinks the fact that I um, uh, know all the dates in the months, you know, like 30, 31. She refers to that as book learning. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. You're fucking dumb. Holy shit. Um, yeah. But it's not, it's serious. It's not as bad. Like my uncle actually feels like the vaccine like is a threat. He is legitimately terrified about it. He's constantly trying to warn me. He was like, when I first got vaccinated, he's like, shouldn't have done that boy. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I have it on good authority that uh, vaccine, they're trying to sterilize you, man. You fucking idiot. I'm like, what? Authority. You work at Home Depot. What the fuck? Is it Carl and Lumber? Is that who's cracking the case on mRNA right now? What the fuck are you? You are an idiot. You know what his fucking source was? His authority was a website called uh, wakeupsheeple.com. Was his... <laughs> It was like, it's Alex Jones approved. I'm like, why are we talking at all right now? And, uh, okay, I lied a little bit. That Actually, I made up that website. I did. That's not the actual name. It was a dumb enough website like that. Um, however, there is a wakeupsheeple.net, though. That is a real website. You should check it out. Uh, anyway, I don't have enough time to do the rest of that joke. So I'm just going to move on. Um, yeah, his his argument against the vaccine was like, I am healthy. I don't need a vaccine, all right? I have God and exercise to keep me strong. I was like, you get winded going upstairs, and you eat 12 pounds of beef a day. So you are not healthy. What the fuck are you talking about? What are those that stand Like, I, that's how we eat in Texas. That I didn't realize that was not normal to eat that much meat or food in general until I was like 22 and I was like, wait, you guys don't have to lie in the fetal position after lunch every time? You guys don't have to fucking just be blinded by pain every meal? That's really, all right, that's fucking, you guys do it the way you want to, I guess. Anyway, all right, that's my time. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Kelly Evans, everyone. We've got two comics left. Don't get comedy pneumonia. Clap your hands together for Jason King. Give it up for Kelly Evans, everybody. Give it up for this room. Let's see. Kelly was talking about the vaccine, about people not wanting to take the vaccine. I don't write a joke about this, but I recently read an article about a man who took 90 vaccines. 90. Yeah, this guy needs to stop losing his card. Um, <laughs> if, 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 he, if he's like actually legitimately into it, I don't know why you do it now, because like, the vaccine is only like 37% like effective. It's almost like he's in it for the side effects at this point, you know? Like the police dragged him out. He's like, no, I want to be sterile. <laughs> All right, let's see. What did I want to talk about? I, um, I was at a bar recently, and I saw a sign at the bar that said, 
strictly no elephants. Yeah, which uh, perplexed me quite a lot. Uh, because the word strictly implies that there was a more lenient elephant policy at some point in time. <laughs> like at some point in the past, you'd walk in with an elephant, and then the guy would be like, hey, I usually don't do this, but since this is a young adult pachyderm, I'll let it slide. <laughs> okay, cool. That's a weak joke. We'll try another one. Here we go. I... Uh, Apparently there was an article that came out uh, that said that uh, driving high there's, it has like no negligible change in in like people's safety. Um, I just want to know how they conducted that test. <laughs> you know, like they got a thousand people. They're like, here's some weed, go drive. <laughs> like, could you imagine if that ended up bad? Right? Like they finished like, hey, uh, here's a report out of a thousand drivers. Deaths only amounted to 45,000. <laughs> All right, cool. That one's okay. I um, was watching Jerry Springer recently, um, and I watched this episode, you know, where this woman was yelling like, yeah, it's his kid, it's his kid, whatever, you know, like, and then all of a sudden, like, the dude rolls out, and he's in a wheelchair, and I was like, he's probably not the father, <laughs> Right, and then they showed the kid on the screen. The kid was in a wheelchair, and I was like, "Definitely the father." <laughs> you know, unless this lady's like messing with a bunch of dudes in wheelchairs, and then they like test the wheelchair guy. Right, they're like, "You're negative." Right, he starts doing wheelies or whatever, <laughs> and then some guy, <laughs> some guy pulls up in those like next level like uh, crutches. Like, I told you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, I think one thing that's interesting is that if you say a word enough, it just ends up in the dictionary. So I was reading the Oxford Dictionary today because I was like on a work call and it was very boring. And uh, I saw the, the word amazeballs. Yeah, it even had etymology on it. It was like amazeballs, 21st century word derived from the word amazing and balls. <laughs> Right. Apparently, they they entered amazeballs into the dictionary in 2014, along with mansplaining, catfishing, and titties. Yeah. Yeah, that was my thing. I think I would think it was a bit delayed. D titties is a bit delayed. I'm just excited for the 2022 words, you know, because then you're gonna see bureaucracy, burglary, and bussin'. I don't know if you know what bussin' is, but the etymology is bussin'. Hey, how's it going, Newman? It's going to be bussin', a uh, 21st century word often used to describe food that makes you want to bust your load. <laughs> All right. Fine. All right, that's good enough. I'm peacing out. Have a good day. Jason King! I've never heard the term bustin'. I mean bustin', like bustin' a nut, but bussin', like bu bustin' a nut. I see. Okay. Etymology. Good stuff. Your last comedian of the night. Put your hands together for Newman Shake. Yeah, let's go, guys. Um, anybody here microdose? Yeah, I, I like, I know. I, it depends on what I'm microdosing. Like, I love microdosing shrooms, acid, all that good stuff. But I've been microdosing sleep recently, and it's been a lot harder, you know? Microdose sleep today, and now I'm fucking here, so that's... It's cool. Um, I don't know. I, I'm very poor right now. Like I'm at a point in my life where my answer to the question, do you want fries with that, 
has the potential to like ruin my credit score. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I feel like you can tell how bad the economy is based on the age gap between a woman and her boyfriend. I feel like that takes a while for people to get. I don't know, maybe. Is it a good joke or is it just... I don't know. Um, I feel like women should use the period excuse more often. You know, because like if me and you had periods, we would use that like all the time. Like Will Smith came out after the Oscars and said, you know what, I just had period cramps. He'd be a hero. I don't have a lot of Indian friends because I like to feel special about myself. Fuck you, Ajayna. <laughs> Not my friend. Um, but me and my token Indian friend, we were talking recently. And he was like, Newman, I want to get in touch with Indian culture and stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, you should go for it. And the next time I met him, he had an Indian accent. He didn't have before. That was a very new thing. And I don't know, man. It's weird. I feel like having an Indian accent to be part of Indian culture is like playing Mario Kart to be part of Italian culture. Like, that's not, that's not how that works. And um, I don't know. It, was, it kind of bugged me that he was talking like that. So I asked him why he was doing that. And he said he was starting a yoga class. And he wanted to seem authentic to white people. And honestly, that's just great marketing right there. Like, if Ajay wasn't here right now, I would be doing an Indian accent right now. I... I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but as an Indian person, Kumar from like the Harold and Kumar movies means a lot more to me than Kamala Harris. Like, like fuck the White House. I want to go to White Castle. Yeah. Um. I don't know what else do I want to talk about. I feel like astrology is getting out of hand right now. You know what I mean? Like my friend, she got a DUI recently, and her excuse was, "I'm just an Aries." <laughs> I look pretty sure an alcoholic. I don't know what sign that is, but it can't can't be good. I don't know. I feel like we're getting to a point where like astrology is gonna be used like a legal defense. Like there are gonna be people in court, like, you know what, my client killed eight people, but Mercury's in retrograde. He's a fire sign, that's just what happens, you know? <laughs> I feel like Amelia Earhart is the worst feminist. You know what I mean? Like she said she was gonna fly over the Atlantic and then she just didn't. Do you know how much ammo that gives me as a guy? Like, every time my girlfriend gets too ambitious. I'm just kidding. I don't have a girlfriend, so. I don't know what else. Um, I, was, um, I was watching that show Intervention recently, and there was, a, there was a part of that show where this woman was like, an addiction is technically, technically defined as when you do something so much you can't function normally anymore. It's like, wow, that is a stupid definition. Because babies are sober all the time. They can't function normally. I think an addiction should be described as when you do something so much, it becomes the most interesting thing about you. Like, if you're at parties and you're being introduced, like, hey, this is my friend, the ketamine guy, then yeah, you need help. All right, goodbye, guys. Newman Jake! All right, everybody, we did it! That's so great, and it's early enough that I still get to get another set, and it's late, so thank you all. Thank you to our two real audience people that have souls. These two guys are not comedians. They're just people. Thank you for being here all night. Uh, and to all the comedians who hung out and, and performed. And Lauren, you're always so amazingly supportive. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll be back on Monday for Joke Workshop and tomorrow at 2 o'clock for Titans of Comedy at Atlas around the corner on 20th Street. Uh, bye. Yay. It's the
You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. This is episode number 25. Dance. We're listening to Dick and Dance, a neo-gothic musical enterprise started in the 80s, blending all sorts of disparate musical elements into a lush tapestry. There it is, I get to say that again, a lush tapestry of sound. Once again, we'd like to thank Alfred's World of Trousers. Alfred has never trousered a man without trousering his soul. Alfred brings truth with every pair of trousers he sells. Alfred Roots will set you on the straight and narrow and answer your deepest existential questions. Rely on Alfred for the best in trousers and for the meaning of life. Free of charge.
I really abused you On reflection now It doesn't matter How, How can, can you say, you say I made you, you need to Can't say it now Can't you say it now It's all It's, okay. it's my act It's my calling I stand exactly My calling It's my lady In ways of life Can never be even Be the same In the
We are listening to Open Country Joy from Mahi Beach and Orchestra from the album Birds of Fire, 1974. We're going to continue with Soft Machine. This is Ban Ban Caliban. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. FM. Thank you. 
Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. Are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call the French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a Contest. I couldn't get past the fart contest. Welcome to LWAFLMOYT with best stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Good morning to you here. Good morning to you. In San we Francisco. Are, we are streaming live as in first you could hear it. Here, right now, on mutinyradio.fm. It is the greatest, classiest internet radio station on, um, on you in that website. <laughs> yeah, on, on the internet. So you go to mutinyradio.fm. From there, if you like to find a, a feed to hear live uh, streaming, you can find it there. You can find our podcast archive. And you can hear us right now every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, following a terrific show at noon, what's really happening with Luke Sayre, Luke, and uh, we want you to check out Muni Radio. They do live comedy shows on Monday and Fridays. You can check out more information. If you're a comic, you can go down and perform and you get yourself a recording. If you like comedy in, in the Bay Area, if you're in the Mission District, come on down. If you like comedy and you just want to subscribe to the podcast and hear live comedy performed at the station, go to the station. More information, Friday and Monday shows. Uh, Carl. That's not, oh, sorry, I have studio uh, equipment in my hands. Uh, Carl, you know, not only that, we are on our YouTube channel. We, uh, You are so graciously synced the movies to our podcast. We, our show is called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. Carl, I just have to say, we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube, let us, with the audience, uh, and they're going to listen to the, our podcast and they're going to watch the movie. And they can stream it right now on Mini Radio. They can get our podcast on iTunes, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. That's our acronym. Or go to our YouTube channel and watch us on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T channel. I'm done. That's been it. I can't talk anymore. You are slick. You are slick. You called it our prod class. <laughs> I almost like, made it. Come I was like, I was sprinting. I could see the finish line. I'm like, this is it. I could it's get like you're in the, the middle of a now. sentence, and I see you thinking, how am I going to end this sentence? You're not supposed to look at my face and go, that's what he's thinking. Yeah, no, it's true. I was floundering. Anyway, we are going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie this week? Uh, we will watch King Frat. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. King Frat, F-R-A-T. It's 1979. Now, this is hard to find on YouTube. It's best to go to Cinevision Global, the channel. Cinevision, one word, global, the second word, and then find or put in King Frat 
parentheses 1979 end parentheses okay that's the best way to do it king brat it's gonna take it took me 18 like it was the 18th suggestion when i typed in king yeah it's a deep it's a deep cut it is hard to find uh once again go to cinevision channel cinevision global and look search for king frat Parentheses, 1979 and for C-I-N-E, a vision. And then uh, also make sure not to click the green preview only. That's a weird YouTube shit. Cinevision Global has the full length version. Thank you so much. Cinevision Global. So yeah, go ahead. Find uh, King Frat, 1979. Cinevision Global. Take your time. Find it. Click the link. Hit pause. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. And when we hear go we're all going to click play at the same time and we're going to hear go from a celebrity comedian because we are really excited to kick the show off give you a chance to get yourself ready and listen to a really exciting celebrity comedian on this week's celebrity comedian countdown with carl carl take it away ladies and gentlemen welcome back to celebrity comedian countdown this time with Roro and Tim Welcome, Roro. Hi, everybody. Hi, Carl. Very good to see you. Thank you for being on. Appreciate you doing our countdown. Now, I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to start with Scotty's. Now, you took the class at Scotty's, the comedy class, and you have blossomed into a full-time comedian, right? I mean, you're out there working. Tell me about your experience with the class, what it was like kicking off your little career here. Yes, well, um, it was actually a birthday gift to myself. Uh-huh. So, um, I actually work near there, and I kept seeing the sign, and it just intrigued me, and I jumped in. I was 44 when I started. Uh-huh. So, um, I called and they were so welcoming, of course. And uh, yeah, it was June 26, nine, oh, 19. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> 2000, 2019. Um, but yeah, it's been awesome ever since. Yeah, now you've got a great routine uh, and it focuses around your family and how that they're, they were both born in Italy. You have things to say about your mom and dad. I mean, wh- why do you go there? Just because there's so much material? That's what's going on in your life? Uh, growing up, uh, Italian, 100% Italian, or even just coming from an immigrant home, you know, I'm first generation here. So it was definitely not a quiet atmosphere. <laughs> um, and there was always something going on. And we had cousins and cousins and I really realized that we were special because my friends here in America, they didn't have cousins like us. So, um, but anyway, when I did start writing comedy and doing certain things, I just started being genuine and speaking mm-hmm. about things with my dad or my mom or yeah. my family. So, you know what, I guess being authentic and then having family, you know, issues or whatever comes out or growing up a certain way um, has been my my definite course. But I, I do other things too but that's my main uh you do you do do other things but that's (laughs) the center of your act you know and you've got lots to say about mom and dieting associated with mom and manja manja and yeah yeah, and also um your mom loves your brother loves (laughs) your brother that's a big part of it oh the saint (laughs) right 
it's like, I always say it's like Jesus walking through the door. I mean, and it's this like love for their son, the moms and their sons, you know, but yeah. I just remember going like, Hey, this is a little different, you know, and as, <laughs> even now I'm like, Oh my God, but it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> now, one of the things that your career led you to was doing these, uh, What's the word? There's segments about pizza places. Now there's a Facebook group you have, Jersey yes. Pizza Joints, or it's not your group, right? You were yeah. asked. So there's like yeah. over 50,000 people. Yeah, it's a Facebook group. Uh, Guy Madsen actually started it. And um, I was asked to be one of the moderators, um, which was just awesome. And I'm so happy to be part of that. Um, and they really do. You know what? They started it in uh, 2020, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But really to spotlight, you know, local businesses and help them even through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and I started doing videos. I, I actually called it uh, the why behind the pie with Roro. Ro. Right, right. And it, instead of eating there, um, I really went after the stories for the owners because when you're going into these places there's actually there's families there that are surviving and and their employees and everybody so really to to really come together with community and spotlight pizza who doesn't like that you know yeah, who doesn't like pizza especially <laughs> being from new jersey right yes absolutely now you always have opportunities because people see you perform and they have things to offer you like other shows or like appearing in a pilot. You were nice enough to appear in Life's Laugh Lessons. Now you were a nurse in it because it was all about COVID. You were administrating a COVID test, but I bought you a nurse's outfit. Tell us yeah. why you didn't wear that and brought your own outfit. <laughs> Love you, Paul. I, and I was so, I appreciate you even asking me um, and I jumped into that and I met so many great people, even in that little spot. I mean, just great people. Uh, but yeah, I actually said no to that costume because, I mean, honestly, I actually went to nursing school. So it was a little too gimmicky. And <laughs> it was I, don't a costume. Wear, I don't wear baggy things like that. I'll be very, very honest. I am into the form fitting things. Um, but then I did genuinely go and get real deal uh, nursing uh, scrubs. So, um, but I hope now, you, you sent me a photo. Right. And I said, what is she talking about? It looks very tight. It looks fine. No, no. I, yeah, I felt like it was, it was just too big for me. No, I, I mean, know. you, you like bunched it up and pulled it tight. So in the <laughs> picture, I yes. was like, what is she complaining about? You did meet a lot of people on that shoot on the different times we did the shoot, including you came and was uh, you and your daughter were an audience member and you got to know Jeff Norris a little bit. Yes, yes. Jeff is great. I saw him at a, a, a show, I think right before that, if I'm not mistaken, uh -huh. is hilarious and talented. And definitely Jeff is uh, Jeff is great. And I yeah. just did a show him at Scotty's actually uh, maybe like a month ago or so. So yeah, great. he's become a good friend. And uh, we, yeah, I was just with him at Scotty's too, um, a different night. You know, it was a very cold crowd that night, but not for him. He got up there and just. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know how people can find you out there on the internet, on social media. Now we know about the Jersey Pizza Joints Facebook group, yes. but I'm sure that you've got, what, you've got YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Tell us about it. I do, I do. So on uh, Facebook, it's Roro 
Antonuccio, but if you just do Roro and then A-N-T-O-N, like Anton. It'll come up. <laughs> um, and then for Instagram, it's Rosa Bella, which is my daughter's name, 38, number 38. Okay. That's on Instagram. And YouTube is Roro Comedy. Roro um, Comedy. Yes. So for people at home, Antonuccio, it is the word, the name Anton, you C-C-I-O, U-C-C-I-O, Roro Antonuccio, Roro Antonuccio. Now, Roro Antonuccio, it is time for everybody at home. They are poised to watch this movie with us on YouTube. They got to press play at the exact same moment as we do here in the studio. So why don't you take it away and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right, you guys ready? Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. Mad Magazine, it said? No, Mad Makers. Welcome to Yellow Stream University, Carl. Why would it be named Yellow Stream? Oh, uh, we'll find out. We I sure believe. will. We sure will. So this is college music playing uh, in the background. Collegiate times. Oh, what? Oh, you want the music going? All right. And oh, here... okay. The theme song is coming. Oh, okay. But right now, a uh, uh, a hearse, right? Yeah, that is a hearse filled with frat frat brothers. You know, I I remember when uh, I asked you if you wanted a hearse donut, and you said yeah, and I'm like, well, Jesus, that's two counties from here. I would have to drive over to Union County to get a Hearst donut. Don't you want a Duncan? Oh, here's the song. He's 42 years old. The driver is 42 years old. Grossout is 42 years old? In real life as an actor. Now they just threw beer on the rival fraternity. Oh man, this is really cool. I I love these movies. Back in 1978, I was so into the crazy frat party movies. Was now, there any more than it was yeah. just frat, frat? In 1978, there was Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> and this was born from that. There were some Canadian investors and they found American producers who are willing to make a quick buck on, you know. I mean, if you see the poster for this, you know what you're getting. Look at that. This movie is horrible. I'm wow, pretending falling over. No, here's the thing. Like, how is Gross Out driving? Yeah. The, the guy who's driving, his name is Gross Out. He's our hero, if you can call him that. How is he driving with his feet off the pedals? His ass out the window on the driver's side. Woolworths, yeah. They closed shortly after this movie. Yeah, because of the publicity. Yeah. Hey, oh, look, females. It's a sorority. Oh, can't wait to stick our asses out of our hearse, right? Uh, what does it mean, hey, for Q2? Hey, for Q2. What does it mean? You saw the plate? Yeah, I know. I, I don't know, but it's used later to identify there's going to be two hearses in the later in the film. Look at this. How can you drive like this? Right. How can Who's you drive ready? like this? Right. There's no acceleration. There's no braking. You can go straight. 
Right. Like, you know, you got to watch out for like birds and insects sometimes and you stick your ass out the window. You don't, let's say the car in front of you throws their cigarette butt out the window. Yeah. It's going to fall in your crevice. Writer Mark Jackson, that is not the truth. The guy's name is, is Alan Smithy. Ron Kurz. Ron Kurz. He wrote Friday the 13th, part two and three, and nice. Friday the 13th, final chapter. It sounds to me like he knew, knew somebody. Well, I think he was good at writing Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. Is, but speaking of like weird Elm Street shit, this neighborhood is nothing but sorority girls walking home. Right. Don't they have cars? <laughs> they passed by six sorority girls. Well, they're for, granted forward jogging. All right. They, hey, he's they, number they one. A car. Now, this is the dean of the school, and they fart on him. You're hearing a fart right now. And boy, Grossout did not wipe his ass. Now, look what happens to Dean. Oh, no, the stream is down. He has a yellow jacket, and his number is one on there. There's going to have to be another Dean. Oh, the Daily Croc. I got to remind me to, to renew my subscription. I'm sorry. It said president of the university. I guess he's currently the Dean. No. Becomes well, the here's the Dean right now, Dean Vermeer. This guy is going to replace the guy who just died. And, of course, they're complaining about the frat. We've seen this movie before in 1978. You know, I had a friend who said he wasn't going to get vaccinated, but he was going to take a dewormer. And I'm like, really? From Animal House? Dean Wormer? <laughs> I have some bad news. He passed away years ago. Oh, yeah. They fragged him in Nam. <laughs> no, that was that other guy. Uh, the, the guy who uh, was twisted on the sister. Horse. No, the guy, it was it was a callback from another movie they did. We shouldn't have fragged uh, Sergeant Wiener. Okay, never mind. It, it was another John Landis movie? This guy does a good Dean Wormer. Yeah, and it was a callback. One of the five-calf kids get in my way. <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop me. See, he, the, the, he didn't appreciate the old dean's uh, uh, methods of discipline because he had none. Is this shot in Canada on Fraternity Row? No, Lord? this is all Florida, Miami, uh, Coral Gables, and the University of Florida in Gainesville. That's why it's a blowing wind. Oh, you hate that. You hate, I hate that. that. Look at the trees are so distracting. Every exterior shot in Florida. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I didn't notice how distracting they were until you told me. Then I got Look distracted. at that. Russell, Russell. I have I have no idea what Splash is saying. Because of Splash the Russell. His name is Splash, because he right, he pees in a bucket. Yeah, I don't have him as an actor. Why not? I don't have a splash. Huh. All right, ready to go. Now there's Chief Latrine, and he's white, but he's playing a Native American, and he's doing a horribly racist accent. It's a, I don't know. It's 1979, so it's like if you didn't know anything, it was still okay to be ignorant because it didn't matter. You'd never be around. You're not going to be sensitive to people you don't even know. I, I appreciate today for its brain. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have this. And so that guy, that's is that Fred? No. The, the guy with the mustache. I don't know. You're going to have to tell me. Now, one thing I like about uh, Gross Out is his Howard the Duck, his yellow Howard the Duck t-shirt. These guys are cool. Poker guys. Catching beers. 
They all do great catches here. Look how he shook it up. I know. Bounce farting, which is not funny. What they're playing five cards. Now what's going on here? Like, is there a monster? <laughs> is that oil? Is someone peeing in their pants? Why do they go under the table like that? I don't know. I don't know. Now this director was no slouch. Did he do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street too? He did Meatballs too. Oh, wow! All right. He did Return of the Living Dead too. Ooh, kinky. Um, he did Dark Tower, which is not good, but it was a Hollywood film. It was what, a, the recent one from the two thousands and tens. I assume yes. I'm just I saw that. That was a. I was all right. It was a miss. It was this, yes. So I have to say, Gross Out walks into this room and he goes, uh, "Hey, jerk offs, you want a beer?" <laughs> you saw how they were right, here. Look, look, look! Splash, 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 splash. Now he is in the rival frat, hired as a cleanup boy, and so he just peed into the bucket he's going to use to wipe their floors. He's in uh, the other frat. Our frat. He's in the other frat, the bad guy enemy frat. Look at that wang. Wow. To make a statue of it. Ew. Let's degrade you so that the film hates us, so that because we're going to be the ones who get it in the end. Oh, right. Oh, I Let's remember that. Degrade you so we deserve what you do to us. Because we're jerks. Okay, this is totally disgusting. Uh, people at home don't watch. He's cooking, okay. and there'll be like boogers and spit, all sorts of inappropriate. This is how this doesn't this look like a. Oh, I, I guess that we should talk off air, but we had a friend, a mutual friend that had a, a kitchen that was a lot like this. Uh, was it, did they live on Forest Street? Were they a professor at the college? <laughs> was fish burgers it was at a location often for fish burgers oh well uh no no it took a picture of sit on a creaky chair at its table and go things to make you go do <laughs> yes you did okay so whose house i don't if it wasn't ours i'll tell you later look i, I want to watch the comedy what i'm trying to watch the comedy here Oh, that's that's Fred right there in the window. That is Fred. That's Fred. Okay. That's Fred. So Fred. Fred is um, he was in Super Vixens. Miss oh Lincoln wow! Doll, Hollywood man. There's nothing going on there. The I like that the Wild Stallion. It's the films you've never heard of. Man, this movie is disgusting. I, yeah. I, I would definitely like. I'm not even watching it. Now, Mike, you know that I watched these movies four times, three times. Yes, four times, three times. But this time I've watched this time? it. I watched it once, and right One now time. we're watching it. I I just it's so disgusting. I refuse, and it's 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 offensive and it's ignorant. Okay, right now he's explaining uh, how the school got its name. You want to tell yellow, us for it? Yellow Stream? Yeah. Well, all right. So you know what? Like uh his uh community neighborhood neighborhood right. yeah. 
he was hanging out and then no, uh, they owned oh they owned stream white stream no they owned stream. the land. once upon a time the native americans lived in clear stream and then the white man came in he's saying